Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It's the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL, the greatest app ever. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. Download the BetQL app, giving five-star plays. That's what we're trying to do here today as well. We're going to begin with the American League. We do have some interleague series going down. Uh, one is very dear and near to my heart. One of these teams has to lose. Both of these, I'm a little worried about both. I'm very worried about one of these teams and the other team starting to scare me a little bit as well. I don't know if you watched the Angels last night. Mike Trout gets hit by a pitch. I, uh... Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I couldn't breathe there for a second, man. If Trout goes down, this team is in huge trouble. Angels. Taking on the Phillies. Silseth, your boy, on the bump. 1-1 one one this year. 307 ERA. Going against Zach Eflin. For some reason, I I don't know what was going on there. He was like on and off when, when I was looking at this pitching matchup. He's 1-4 this year. 4-6-1 ERA. What are you doing in this one? I got to be honest. I'm staying away. I'm just kind of rooting for both teams to have a good time. I have a uh, division ticket on the Angels and the win total over. have a division ticket on the Phillies, which... I'm ready to throw in the trash, and it's already, and it's only, I should say, June 3rd. They're 22 and 29 this season. I would actually probably lean the Phillies in this spot at home as slight favorites, minus 125 on the money line. And I'd probably actually go over nine because it's plus money, and I don't trust either bullpen. I do trust both teams to score some runs. Your thoughts? This is a pick 'em. Yeah. Clearly a pick em. I love the over eight and a half. You can get that at minus 120. I'm definitely jumping all over that. But in this pick em, listen, the Phillies just fired their manager. This team is not going to be okay. The Angels, they're finally coming down to reality like we both kind of expected. I mean, it was looking like we, we like the Angels. We like the Angels yeah. for what they should and could be. And I think a little bit in our hearts, we want them to be it so bad that we're trying to like mentally push them in that direction. But at the end of the day, they're just not good enough. Um, I am favoring them tonight. They are slightly favored on the road, but not by much. I'm going to go ahead and jump on the Angels at plus 100. Still Seth on the mound. I, I, listen, Zach Eflin's going to give up. 20 runs. I don't know if we're going to get out of Silseth, but I really think the Angels are going to put up a stopping. 
Yeah, man, the uh, Angels need to do something. They need to make some moves. They need to add some pitching. Now I'm worried about Syndergaard. He got absolutely shelled the he other night. He has looked bad, actually. Otani always gets shelled by the Yankees, his future team. Um, so we'll see. Uh, here we go. Guardians on the road. Slight favorites against the Baltimore Orioles. I never, ever, 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 ever bet against the Baltimore Orioles. I only bet on the Baltimore Orioles this year because they're that like ultimate spoiler team. I don't understand how either. Uh, especially with John Means on the IL. They got Zimmerman going tonight, 2-3 and three this year, and ERA over 4 going against Shane Bieber. Some people worried about Shane Bieber. The velocity down a little bit again this year. 2-3 and three with a 3.19 ERA, though I gave out a strikeout prop earlier just because it's dropped all the way to 5.5. We used to see 8.5, 7.5s the last couple of years coming off the Cy Young year. I'm going to go, well, I'm not going to bet this game other than that strikeout prop. I would actually probably lean the under 8.5. Don't have a strong feeling on this one, though. I don't have a strong feeling on anything in this game. Both of these no. teams are spoiler teams. And so because of that, it's a pick'em game, and you're sitting here watching the Cleveland Guardians being heavily favored um, as we currently stand at minus 150 on the money line. That's obviously no value to me, and I am just not feeling comfortable picking the Baltimore Orioles. This is a stay-away game, and quite frankly, most likely a stay-away series for me. Like, let's be honest. There's plenty of things to do with your Friday evening. If this is how you're spending it, unless you're in Baltimore, you know, if you're a fan of one of these teams, then you get a pass. But there, there's, a, there's a lot of, there's better ways to spend your evening. Let's go to uh, Tyke. Wow. I almost just swore uh, on this family-friendly podcast. The Yankees are minus 350 favorites. Is that what you're seeing right now? Uh, the Yankees, what'd you say? Minus 350? Yeah, that's absolutely what I'm seeing. There is no value to be found here except on the Wait. alternate money line. Um, Garrett Cole's pitching. There is value on the alternate money line. You might as well go ahead and jump on it. I'm going to take it. You can go getting them at over two and a half runs. Whew, plus 100, but they're going to do it. Yeah, man, like, I uh, I don't like to say, like, this team, this player stinks because these are all big leaguers. Tigers stink. stink. Tigers are terrible. They They're stink. an awful watch. And I got to say it, uh, I'm really glad the Cubs didn't pay Javi Baez. Me too. I said it. Might Me be too. glad. That, I may be glad that they – I'm going to say something. This is our safe zone. It's probably going to turn out that they made the right decision. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I want to be with everybody, or you just mean with Javi? With Javi, and probably I hate to say it because he's my favorite player in front in team history. Both of these guys, they probably made the right decision with Chris Bryant. Yeah, they they probably did. It, I just it was don't think he's ever going to be healthy. I love him. 
I, I mean, if they're gonna stink, I would rather stink with those guys. And then Rizzo, they, I, I think the the contract, I think the money they offered Rizzo was very fair. It, yes. So they made, you know, deals. That's what Theo said. That's what Jed said. They made deals that would stand in the market, and I think that all of them did, unfortunately. But I do love all those guys. Um, oh, you want to talk about disappointing? The White Sox. They're, when you're seeing the White Sox, anything over plus 150, it used to be auto bet the White Sox. Sox yes. against lefties, Sox plus money. Going against the Rays tonight, the Rays minus 200 favorites with McClanahan on the mound. He's been awesome, of course. 5-2 and two with the ERA at 201. Yeah. Going against Velasquez tonight in his 530 ERA and 2-3 and record. I, dude, I'm thinking about actually um, just hedging off and betting the Twins right now where there's still plus money to win that division. I think the Sox are dead. It's you, you would know. You tell me. You do the show in Chicago. It's June 3rd. I'm ready to bury them. They're not dead, but they're getting close. I mean, this is, hey, listen, Reinsdorf, don't be afraid to go and look at what just happened over in Philly. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. La Russa's got to go. Something needs to yeah. be changed. This team last year was the most fun baseball team in the world. This team mm -hmm. is a chore to watch this year, a chore to watch. I don't know what has happened in that clubhouse that is making these guys one play so poorly. This is an all-star team everywhere, uh, in the bullpen, on the starting staff, in the lineup. There is not a single gap in there. Like, this team is good, real good, but they're miserable to watch. They're playing terrible. Me, this if the fact that this lineup is playing mediocre is unforgivable, and something needs to change. We just saw it happen over in Philly. I think Tony Larusa does need to be moved soon if this team doesn't turn it around. If this team is still under 500 at the middle of June, I, I think Jerry Nara needs to be that team's manager. And you know what's crazy is we treated this team like they were like a World Series champ, and uh, I'd say they, they were my pick. I picked them to win the AL. You know what they, and I hate to bring this back to the Cubs again, but I'm a Cubs fan, so unfortunately that's what everybody has to deal with. But you know what this reminds me of is that was my favorite team ever, even the year before they win the World Series where they go to the, you know, the, the wild card team and they end up, uh, you know, losing to the Nets in the NLCS because Murphy hits like 45 homers in that series. But they were there way too early, and then they overperform way too young, win a World Series. And then after that, like, I was like, I love these guys. Then they just kind of became a chore to watch. Like, nobody was getting along. Joe Madden went insane, as we've seen at times this year for the Angels when he's intentionally walking guys with the bases jammed. And they just became like, they weren't, I kept saying, this is a very unlikable team. That's how I feel about the White Sox when Tim Anderson, especially, is not on that field. When he's on the field, it's like, all right, I'll watch Tim Anderson. Guys, everything that's right about baseball. When he's not playing... Like you said, they're a chore to watch. And I think LaRusa needs to go. I thought he actually needed to go last year. All right. Uh, Mariners I thought he never should have been hired. Yes, I, mean, I thought they should have just A.J. Hinch. But I don't know. Is A.J. Hinch the reason Detroit stinks? Or do they just stink because they paid a bunch of money to a bunch of guys that strike out a bunch and the pitching staff's young and underperforming? I, I, I don't know. I mean, can you – I mean, A.J. Hinch has been very clear that this team is not good enough, like, to yeah. be fair. So it's – He's protecting himself. He's going straight out there. I'm like, nope, I got nothing. This is embarrassing. Yeah, like, yeah. something needs to be done. Um, so I guess he's done a good job of skirting the blame at least a little away from him. But everybody else, I mean, Tony russo has been here for a year and a half now, and nothing good has come from it. You know what I think we've learned a little bit uh, really quickly on that is that managing the Astros might just be very easy. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> really, look at this. Dusty feels like he's just – 
living on Easy Street, and Dusty is already the man. I mean, like, come on. You have a great bullpen. You have a great rotation. You got guys like Verlander who at 40 are going seven, eight innings. It's not how hard that line really, Just look around Major League Baseball. Like, we, you know, we talk about the older managers and how we kind of get annoyed by older managers, except for Dusty and Buck, obviously. But yeah. Dusty, like, can you imagine being having a Major League franchise and having a manager search? And knowing Dusty Baker's out there and not hiring Dusty Baker, I know. I, it's just it's the the fact that Dusty Baker was without a job for like five six years is the most insane, insane thing in the world to me. Dude, I've always loved Dusty. I love I, Dusty, and, and love it makes him. me root for this Astros team, which it I does. hate too. I'm I'm just over the whole thing to be honest, which I know is a very unpopular. I just don't care anymore. No, I still hate the Astros, but I love Dusty so much that I almost. Like, will I be happy if the Astros win the World Series? No. Will I be happy that Dusty has a ring on his finger? You bet yeah. your ass I would be. Right. And that's, yeah, I still hate, like, the original, like, I'll, I'll never root for Altuve again, right? But, like, mm -hmm. the new guys that come along, it's like, okay, I'm not going to always hate this franchise, this team, because of what happened years ago. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I will. A uh, team that I'll always love, even though they continue to let me down, Mariners oh. against the Rangers. Gilbert's on the mound tonight, 5-2 and two with the 2-2-9 ERA. You know what? This is the only time I bet Seattle now is when he's on the bump. He's he's lived up to the hype, man. Had him on my uh, keeper on my dynasty league for fantasy baseball. I like him a lot. I'd probably play the Mariners tonight, actually, as uh, slight favorites against the Rangers. Rangers have been all right, though. I'm not only going to play the Mariners. This is what I'm going to do. The, the, the Rangers have been actually not just been all right. They've been one of the hottest teams in baseball for the last yeah. month. But you mentioned Gilbert on the mound. Not only am I willing to go ahead and take the Mariners, I'm willing to take them on the run line tonight. On the road, I think you can get them at plus 145. That's a lot of value for me on a team that I think is still pretty damn good, just been underperforming like crazy. Them and the White Sox are the two teams that are on that list for me that I'm like, I'm not ready to give up on them. But guys, if you don't start shaping it up soon, I, I will soon. These next two series, I'm going to be really quick and I'm going to be really chalky with the Astros on the road. Take it on the Royals this year. I will be uh, looking to target the Astros on the money line all weekend long. Yeah. Team totals, anything against the Kansas City Royals. What about I'll be you? playing them on the run line all weekend long. I think this is going to be a blowout. In fact, you know, we were I was sitting around looking for more props earlier, just thinking about it. And I am always hesitant on home run props, but God, like there is like nine home run props in this game that I think are worth a look. I mean, Alex Bregman, you can get him at plus five fifty. There's just a lot of lot of value on that. Altuve plus five twenty five. Uh, Whit Merrifield, you get plus six twenty five. Whit is like one of the the last good holdouts of that team. Ben Attendi, you can get him at plus five fifty. Like there's an outrageous amount of value on the home run uh, prop market in this series outside of that the only thing i'm looking to play is just the houston astros on the, on the money on the run line i should say all weekend long same here i might play the over in that game tonight total around eight and a half so i might go over in that one might go over this one because it's such a small total as well uh it's seven right now i'll also be looking to target the red sox they need every victory they could get right now and they're taking on the oakland A's all weekend long, so I will be betting on Boston this weekend. They're starting to look pretty good, too. They're almost back to 500. They're literally only yeah. three games under 500. Now, do I think it's a playoff team? No, but they're playing in Oakland. There's going to be runs scored. Um, Eovaldi on the mound. He's got a 3.77 ERA. Caprillion's got a six. Um, so, yeah, mm -hmm. I really like that over seven at minus 115. 
I I might be playing the overall series Same. Line, in fact. Same. I don't know that why that's so low. That total. Yeah. I'm I'm down. blown away because if it was in Boston and there maybe maybe some weather that I'm not aware of, it's in Oakland. Yeah. The weather's also, fine in Oakland. And these totals, man, like the bats are starting to heat up a little bit, which we knew was coming, but these totals have been coming up a little bit. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll wrap up the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL next. 